Thank you for joining us tonight. And we got a really, really exciting show for you tonight. I want to welcome, of course, my my trusty sidekick who's here every week, Miss Rebecca Williams. Hi. Hey, and, Facebook family and everybody. Yeah, not just Facebook family. I know. Everybody. We got all of our family here tonight. But we've got a special guest on tonight, guys. And it's so special. I called her and I said, I, I saw what she was doing. Now this is this is someone. Let me look at the right at the right lens. This is someone I would truly consider a Renaissance woman mm-hmm. <laughs> because, like Rebecca and I, she started out in the classroom too. <laughs> yes, but she had the little bitty ones. But she started out in the classroom too as a classroom teacher here in Houston. I did here in Houston, and she just decided that she wanted to do whatever she could to make sure that her scope was as that that her her the scope of what she was doing was as far reaching as possible in the most effective and useful way. Tonight my guest is Miss Stacy Childs. That was a nice way of putting that. <laughs> Stacy Stacy is our district four state board of education member or do they call it a representative it's member. a member it's You're a right. member you got it right on it's the a mic. member but i've got to add that it is an elected position it is yeah so we voted stacy in that was two years ago yes may 24th of 22 so right 20- just shy of two years ago okay okay almost two years ago and when does when does the uh how long is that term so actually that term is two years okay um i had to Put my name on the ballot in December of last year. Yeah, and I'm technically running right now, but I don't have an opponent. So okay, okay, I'm deemed elected. Okay, very good. Very good. That's <laughs> always good. Time, that's yes. always good. It doesn't always happen that way. No, but that's always good. But let me tell you this, Stacy is. We're gonna talk a little bit about some of the things that she encounters and what her day to day life is like sure. being a state board of education member. But you're gonna, we're gonna peel back some layers. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna peel back some layers and let you know about a project that Stacy has coming up. When I saw this, I was like my little meme on Facebook, you know, the one that goes, <laughs> <laughs> it was like, wow. And, and, and that's what I mean when I say Stacy is truly a Renaissance woman. Stacy, can you tell us yes. about your latest project? Yes. Well, my- Let's give her a drum roll. <laughs> what is your latest project? So I have put together my first documentary, which chronicles my journey of elected office. Yes. And just navigating being a creative, but expected to be serious and expected to be a certain way. And and you know what? I got a true confession to make. Okay. Can I make a true? Can we make true confessions here, Kenji? These <laughs> Okay, we're gonna make a true confession. When I saw Stacy, and um, when she was, uh, she was, uh, she had her campaign uh, information out mm-hmm. for the last campaign, mm-hmm. and I saw Stacy doing that rap in front of was it in front of Emancipation? 
you had two little girls on the side of you. Yep. And you, yes, I said, she's, I said, I, I, I like her. Yep. I like her. <laughs> I'm not sure what's yep. coming, but I like her already. <laughs> and, and Stacy, that's not, that wasn't your first or last foray as a rapper. No, it wasn't. I was what y'all Stacy's a rapper. I am. I was watching Stacy on her video last night and she has got a single. I do. Out. Tell me the name of it. So my latest single is called slept on. Okay. And I do a little rapping and singing and slept on. Okay. And it's just about people trying to write me off. People thinking, oh, you know, that's just Stacy, and it's like, okay, keep sleeping on me. You'll see what happens. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> and there was there was another one too when you were talking about being sad, mm -hmm. and and you know, this is something I think people, I think it's so important for people to see you in the position that you're in, mm -hmm. because not only were you a teacher in the classroom, but you are transparent. Mm -hmm. And Stacy, we all know this, but a lot of times when people see certain people, they say everything must always be good mm -hmm. for that person. Everything, I bet, I bet they never have a bad day. Her makeup is always right. Mm -hmm. Her hair is always right. <laughs> she always looks the best. She always says the right thing at mm -hmm. the right time. Mm -hmm. Is that always the case? Of course not. <laughs> Usually it's not the case. And and that's <laughs> one of the things that you delve into mm -hmm. in your documentary that's coming up. So yeah. tell us a little bit. A, a little bit about about what we can expect. Woo! You want the ugly truth or a pretty lie? No, I want, oh. my truth. I want, I want transparency okay. because what I told Stacy is that if it's not, a, I know it's probably already sold out. But we want to pack the house oh. at that theater <laughs> and tell us. First of all, tell us, and we're gonna say it two or three times Please. during the during the podcast. But tell us exactly when your uh your um your uh premiere is okay and um how people can can get to see it yes out. it is next thursday 222 february 22nd at the deluxe theater in houston texas at 7 p.m you can go to all my social media pages and click the links for tickets the regular tickets are 25 dollars. the vip tickets are 100 dollars. okay and this is a campaign fundraiser because okay. although I'm, I'm running unopposed i still plan to do things in my district outreach things, yeah, outreach yes, things that cost money you know i want um, people to come with me i want to provide my constituents with food and drink and just really do something nice for the people in the districts of that cost and um, stacy let me tell you stacy is probably one of the only now i must i'm not gonna say one of the only Cause I okay, I went on and I I looked all through your social media. Okay. And I might need to do I another scrub. <laughs> you were lurking. You were lurking. Yeah, you were. You were lurking. Let me tell you. Well, yeah, because I want to know something about the the guests when they come on. Mm -hmm. I knew I knew Stacy before. I knew some things about her, mm -hmm. but I didn't know a lot. And a lot of what you do, you make sure that you get back out there into those schools. Mm -hmm. And you were talking, you're not talking uh, expressly as the adults. You're talking mainly to the kids. Why mm -hmm. is that so important? Tomorrow will make my fifth school visit this week. Wow. Yeah, I do a lot of school visits. And it's important for the kids to know about my journey. Yes. Um, they need to know that I'm just a normal person. They need to yeah. know that they can do it. Um, they need to know that. A lot of people, when they come to career days and they hear adults talk, they say, hey, I'm this fancy lawyer or, hey, I'm this teacher. I'm Well, how did you get there? Yeah, what is the right. process? What about the heartbreak and the struggle and all the pieces that oh, get yeah. to being a 17-year-old, maybe 12th grader to where I am now? Yeah. I think 
we don't talk about the process a lot. And it's important for me to talk to the kids about the journey. And the journey is not always a, a street paved with gold. Right. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey, especially how you um, you came to Houston? Because you're not a you're not a Houston native. No, I'm not. I'm from Atlanta. Um, Somebody actually left Atlanta and came to Houston. Mm -hmm. You usually hear it the other way around. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, well, the thing about me is I have a lot of FOMO, fear of missing out. So <laughs> at the time that I came to Houston, I was in a relationship. My friends were around. We were turning up, going out every weekend, every day, really. And, and I just wasn't. Young, young I was young. Woman. Yeah. And I just, and then with my family, my family is great, but. Anytime I needed somebody to go to the store or do this or do that, I was just all over. I felt like I was all over the place. I didn't really have a lot of direction okay. for me. So, so I applied. Were you, were you right out of right, right out of college? This is uh, yeah. So I went to Hampton and I graduated at twenty one. I came back to Atlanta. Um, I applied for some jobs. I wasn't really getting a lot of the jobs that I wanted. Yeah. That was during the recession when Bush was the president. Okay. And what did you major? What did you major? I was a psychology major, okay. Spanish minor. Okay. And I was like, well, I'll go to grad school. So I was at Georgia State. I was getting my master's degree, but it I was still I felt like I was just playing around. Okay. Even while pursuing a master's, which is great. Yes. Yeah, I just wasn't fulfilled. So after I finished that degree, I applied for Teach for America. Okay. And they said, Hey, we like your application, we like your interview. But the only thing, the only caveat is you have to come to Houston. And I'm like, Wow, I'm not moving to Houston. <laughs> Teach for America brought you to it Houston. Yeah. I'm like, I'm yes. not I'm not I'm not leaving my mama. No, yes, I'm my yes. daddy. No, Are you an only child. No, I have one sister that's okay. 15 years my senior. Oh, wow. So we so didn't really grow up together. together. Yeah. I, so I have the only child vibes a bit. Right. And, and um, I saw a picture of your of your mom. Mm -hmm. Y'all like twins. I know, but if you say my dad, <laughs> you'll say that too. Yeah. So. I saw a picture of your dad mm -hmm. yeah. and his brother. You Oh, you. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. Your mother is beautiful, and your dad handsome, Thank brother you. handsome. <laughs> but um, but I, yeah, I did not know you had a sister because mm -hmm. I just saw you and your mom. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. yeah, my sister. She always says she doesn't like taking pictures. I'm like, girl, if you don't get in this picture, she's like me. I don't like Yeah. No, at all. So, so when you were in graduate school, you went ahead and finished up mm -hmm. and um, accepted a position with Teach for America. Now, how does that work mm -hmm. when when you get on with Teach for America? Do they have certain areas that they concentrate on? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when you fill out your application, they say, hey, you may have to move. Can you choose your top five cities that you'll be willing to relocate to? Okay. And Houston had to be fifth. So, wow. of course, my first one was Atlanta. I think I chose D.C., Charlotte, things that are kind of near Atlanta. Right. I may have chosen <laughs> Dallas and then Houston. And okay. they said Houston. I'm like, why would they give me my fifth choice? Were all the other ones booked? But uh, remember, I had a Spanish minor. Yes. They needed, a, at a time, a lot of ESL teachers. Absolutely. Right, um, exactly. There were a lot of, yeah, and there were a lot of <coughs> students in Houston mm -hmm. that just didn't have teachers. So, at that time, which was 2013, it was just, uh, it was just time for me to come, and they needed me, so. So you got to Houston and you um, now th that program is that it's like an alternative certification program. Yes. It's how an alternative does, certification program. Okay. And how did it, how did you end up? What, what uh, elementary school? So um, I did my summer training at Gallegos elementary. Okay. And then I was formally placed at Emerson elementary school, which is in Southwest Houston. Okay. Mm -hmm. And while you were at Emerson, while you were at Emerson, you actually organized a, girls 
what was it like a um a girls mentorship program tell us about that sure so when i was at emerson um i wanted to start a dance team because they didn't really have a lot of sports or a lot of extracurriculars so i said hey i asked my fellow teacher marcella to start a dance team with me it was a co-ed dance team and we started competing with other groups and we won first place at this event and i'm like oh we can really wow, do something so with this. So that transformed into an after-school program. So it started off being co-ed. And that went well, but I just particularly saw that the girls were just different. The girls just didn't have the confidence wow. that the guys had. Yes. They didn't feel like they wanted to answer questions or just thrive in the same way that I saw the boys operating. In. And that's not uncommon. Mm-hmm. That's not uncommon, especially mm-hmm. when when girls get to be um, some of the older elementary and especially during that middle those middle school years mm-hmm. where they could have where they may have formerly been really outgoing the top of their class. Right. They, they start mm-hmm. to to kind of push back mm-hmm. and let the guys push mm-hmm. ahead. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? Well, I don't want to be controversial per se, but I feel like sometimes we're taught to be quiet we're taught to be seen and not heard yeah we're taught that you should be pretty and if you're too loud or if you speak up that that's not desirable aggressive yeah yeah and i think even if you're not explicitly taught that maybe you see your mom maybe you'll see your mom or your aunt or someone in your family operating like that so you mimic that yeah yeah Yeah. and you know a lot of times a lot of times a lot of what we can experience in terms of that kind of thing can also be cultural. Mm-hmm. All right. It, it can be. And um, and as teachers, when we see this kind of thing happen, it's it's our charge to kind of uh, go in and as best we can arrest that to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So Stacy's teaching at Gallegos, is that right? At Emerson. At Emerson. Mm-hmm. Stacy's teaching. How long were you at Emerson? I was at Emerson for two years. Stacy's teaching at Emerson. Things are going great. The dance team is winning competitions. And there was something in you, something in you, a little bit unsettled where you knew that you could do some things that were a little bit or, or make a little bit more of an impact. Mm-hmm. So what did you decide to do at that point? All right. So there are some things that happened in childhood that I didn't discuss. Okay. Some good things. Now, are, are, are these some of the things that we should wait to see? In no, no. Okay. I mean, we can talk about them now. Okay, good. good, good, good. So uh, when I was in 12th grade, one of my teachers told me, hey, you know, you have this, this servant leader heart. Like, I really think you should consider being a lawyer. And I'm like, ain't no way. You, yeah. Stacy is going in the courtroom to argue with anybody. I'm not writing briefs. So no, you, you didn't want to be a lawyer. Absolutely. <laughs> I was into music and creativity. Yeah. I've been into yeah. music and creativity my entire life. Yeah. But the law thing was different. I was in uh, student government. And yes. when he saw how I was, he was like, you need to consider this. Wow. Like, no way. But th- what he put in me, he put something in me that day. Uh-huh. And it kind of stayed in the back of my mind. And before I came to Houston, I applied to law school. Oh, I never told this story out loud. Uh-oh. Oh, wow. It's good. It's a first. It's a first. It's good, yeah. On oh, Crystal Love, Texas. Yeah. So I was dating a guy at the time. Mm-hmm. And I got, accept- I got my acceptance letters into some law schools. Okay. And it would have required me to leave Atlanta. Okay. And I was like, you know, do you think we'll be able to make this work if I go? And he's like, nah. Uh, and young, 23, 24-year-old Stacey is like, I need my man. I want. I don't want us to break that up. That was the you know? most important thing in the world. So I yes. didn't go to law school, even though I had gotten accepted. Wow. So after moving to Houston, the breakup 
was right. the breakup. Right. Two years in, I'm like, well, now you're 27. Yeah. While Teach for America commitment is over, yeah. you can continue to teach. You're good at it, Stacey. But what about that part of you that you ignored those years ago? Yes. Why don't you do it now? Right. Something was pulling you. Something was pulling mm-hmm. me. And I, and I had... I love teaching and I still love teaching. Yes. I think that's why I still do the school visits, yes. but I saw students getting wronged in class and just things. I was like, that's not right. That's right. And I saw teachers going through things and I'm yes. like, this is not right. And I tried to organize with the fellow teachers, but sometimes you run to just get your check and go home. You don't want to ruffle any feathers because you have oh, family. Oh, wow. uh, you, know, you, you opened up. But, a, but I'm not, I'm not know. saying that out of, to disrespect. Them. No, no, no. Right? Agree. Yeah. I, I'm not, yeah. I'm not protesting. I'm not doing this or that because I have kids or That's a family right. at home right. and I have to That's, respect that. You have right. to. You have so to. I said, you know, I need to figure out a way that I can really ramp up my skills so that I can use my voice. And that's when I decided to make the transition to law at that oh, time. Okay. So mm-hmm. now, Stacey, now while you were in law school, could you continue teaching or was that basically taking up most of your time? So for anybody, no matter how old you are, if you want to go to law school, don't work. Okay. Because I that's still amazing. taught while really? my first year. I wasn't a full-time classroom teacher, but I was an interventionist. Got you. And I, I started doing intervention at Shern Elementary, which is yeah. near here, actually. Right. Mm-hmm. Really? Law is a jealous lover. Got you. <laughs> I like lover. how you put that. So I did do intervention my 1L year, my first year. But right. after that, I had to take a pause. Yeah. 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 And we, we, so we're coming up on, this should be probably around what? Maybe 2006? Yeah, 2016. 16. I had finished my first year of law school and I got an opportunity of a lifetime to go work for the Obama administration Okay. All right. while I was a, a 2L, is what they call a second year law, law student. Yeah. And that yeah. required me to take off some time from school, in a sense, to go work for his administration. So I moved to D.C. Yes. And how long were you in D.C.? For about six months. Okay. Yeah, June to December of 2016. But that's like a baptism by fire. What, a, what, what an awesome opportunity. It was amazing. Good grief. It was amazing. I loved it. I met so many people. Yes. Like-minded people, yes. right? Including um, President Obama and First Lady Michelle Obama. Yes. And I was just humble every day, meeting people across the country who cared about education, who cared about teachers, who cared about things that we, we yes. talk about every day. And then you were fun. in Shockley City. Like, yeah. D.C. <laughs> is one of my all-time favorite it's good. cities. It's good. So, <laughs> Just being in D.C., even though the cost of living is ridiculous. But, yeah, yeah no, it was fun. Yeah, no, but you know what? And the thing about it is, fun. when you got other people, there was probably other two L's there. Mm-hmm. And um, um, my person's right over there, Kim. <laughs> but there were probably some other two L's there. And you all got together. And, you know, it's interesting how you, uh, when you are with like-minded people, Things may be expensive. People are having a hard time, but you get together with other and people. You and make you make it work. We took turns. Yeah, we took yeah. turns on who was going to buy food that That's day. Right. Um, yeah. I know some of us had housing issues. We were all, you know, just making it work. You do, you we were right. we were making it. We, we made it work. I mean, it's a kind of opportunity. Like you said, it's an opportunity of a lifetime, and you make it work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Stacy, you graduate from law school. Yeah. Okay, you still. And where did you go to law school? I went to Texas Southern University, okay. Thurgood Marshall School of Law. Okay, and that is a. What, uh, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to be brand. That's a three year program. Yes, a it's three a three year full time program. A three year full time program. <laughs> don't try to work. Please okay? don't work. Don't try to work. Don't do it. It's a three year full time program. 
you graduate from law school. So at this point, are your parents saying, Stacy, you need to come back? Or yeah, every back? year. They still say that. <laughs> yeah, every year. It's like, come back, come back, come back. When are you coming back to Atlanta? Yeah. I'm, I'm an elected official in, in Texas. You still want me? <laughs> well, when you, when you finish with that, can you come back? So that's, that's not going to change. And I appreciate so that. So Stacy goes to law school and Stacy uh, graduates and she decides to go ahead and stay in Houston. Mm -hmm. When you began looking around you and especially coming out of the classroom mm -hmm. and you saw a lot of the things that were happening in Houston, in education, the direction it was going, the way that things, um, the challenges that it was having, Stacy looked at herself again and said, I think my impact may be able to be a little bit more yeah. far-reaching yeah so, there were there were a few steps in between that though. so tell us about it. so after i graduated law school i didn't know if i was going to pass the bar exam right so mm -hmm. um i decided to go back in the classroom even okay. after graduating law school so i got my jd I, I studied for the bar took the bar and i went back and i taught fifth grade for a while and i told my students look i'm trying to be an attorney let me tell you what law is all about i had to take this big test I should be getting the results mid-semester. If I pass, I may not be your I'm teacher not anymore. Your teacher Aww. anymore. They hate oh, it when you, you say that. Yeah, yeah but I told them first day. First okay, day, good, I, I try to set the expectation. So when the bar results came, they were with me. I actually opened up my score in front of them. I have the video somewhere, but I couldn't leave them. And, and Stacey, yeah. I love the way you document everything. Yeah. You mm -hmm. document it. And those kids are right like there. Like a true and then, attorney yeah. slash teacher. Yeah. But, but, and then, <laughs> <laughs> because you can never... I mean, you have that for posterity. Mm -hmm. You know, you can look back on that. And when you opened up those results. Yeah, they were there. They were excited for me. It was hard for me to work the rest of the day. I'm surprised they didn't let me take off the rest of the day. No, you could have. But they, they gave me something. The, the school gave me something. And I, I stayed for the rest of the year. Yeah. And even after that, I stayed for a little while. But I transitioned to law. I had some struggles because 2019, I started working and I got laid off because of COVID. Yes. Yes, and a lot of people's story. I yeah. just started taking cases on my own and I realized, oh, we're messing up K through 12. This is the result of what happens when you don't get a robust foundation K yes. through 12. You yes. end up in this system. Yes. Not just the criminal justice system, even like in family court. And you know what, Rebecca, Katie, Rebecca's done a whole lot of research on mm. what on that on that uh, what, uh, classroom to prison pipeline yeah and the thing about it is you don't hear about it a lot but it is so real mm -hmm. it's so real and stacy we were talking the other day uh, uh, one of our last podcasts about how you feel and, and with you being an elementary school teacher mm -hmm. you understand this too when you sit and watch the news and you see that something has happened and even if it's subconsciously you're praying please don't let that be the name of one of my students mm -hmm. i heard please of don't course. let that be the name mm -hmm. of one of my students of course and you know the 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 actuality of that is that it's such a real uh occurrence that you know i don't i as a teacher i don't want to have to watch the news and that, that's the first thing that runs across my mind of course there was because actually so a school real. shooting at my high school today like two hours wow. ago so no. yeah that's that's scary in, in Atlanta? In Atlanta. Wow. Yeah, yeah it was scary. Four kids were shot at my high school. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Just two hours ago. Yeah. So wow. this stuff is real. <laughs> it's very, very real. It's real. And we didn't even hear about this kind of stuff. Not mm -hmm. to this degree. No. 
15 years ago, mm-hmm. even 10 years ago, mm-hmm. it was, it was something that, that, you know, was well, on, I on can't the news, know for on you. The news, hang on, on the, <laughs> on the news, this where they stopped the, the, uh, the, 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 uh, news all across the nation. Now it's such, I didn't know there was a one in Atlanta, but I heard that it was something that happened in Kansas city, mm-hmm. but we're, you know, we're so deafened to it now because it's such a this reality. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I remember yeah. the first school shooting. I was in the ninth grade. No, was Columbine. Yeah. And it was yeah. like, the, we were in school Columbine. that day and we were like, what? Who shoots up a school? Yeah. Like that was like, yeah. un, mm-hmm. because it was unheard of. Mm-hmm. Little did I know that that was going to be reality. Mm-hmm. Yes. And a constant fixture of reality. Mm-hmm. Almost once a month, you hear about a mass shooting. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. scary. Yeah, and and the the thing about it is, you know, there there are ways there there are ways to attack those kinds of problems. But that's another subject for another show. Yeah, right. 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 No, but I, I honestly, which I kind of talk talk about in my documentary. I think yeah. when I was elected, I think I told you at the beginning of the show, I was elected. May 24th, 2022, that was the exact day that the Uvalde shooting happened. So I remember being at Wheeler Avenue Baptist Church. I was campaigning. I was passing out my flyers. It was the runoff. People were going in to vote. And I remember one of my uh, staffers came up and said, look, did you see what happened in Uvalde? And I'm like, wait, what? No, of course I didn't say anything. I'm campaigning. Mm. Right. So to hear that 21 people were killed a few hours away from where you live. That's the age of the kids. Your kids that you teach. Yeah. You're trying to run for an education seat. Yeah. You don't even know if you're going to win or lose. It was just so much going on. Mm. I think school shootings is kind of like the undertone of like my time being an elected office. That's true. Yeah. It's a That's big true. thing. Yeah. And it kind of, it, it, that stuff makes me depressed. Yeah. It really does. It, it, it does. It yeah, does. So. Um, and Stacey, since you have, since you have sat in this uh, position with the, uh, there are 11 of you throughout the 15. State. There are 15 mm-hmm. of you. And tell us about the, the different regions. Sure. Um, how how do, uh, are the regions represented mostly by uh, large cities or, 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 or counties? How, mm-hmm. how are they represented? All right. So we each have between, I guess, 500,000 to 2 million students in our district. Okay. And they're broken up in by area and by people. So for me, I have the smallest district in terms of size or geographic area, right? But I have a lot of people because Houston is dense. That's right. So, but then there are places, yeah, there are places like um, District Six, where like in Lufkin, Texas, where it's a larger geographic area, but it covers a smaller amount of students. Right, right. So they they try to factor geographical area with the amount of students to make it even across the fifteen people. And okay. even though, even though that is, that's not a partisan, not, no, it's, it's not, not. A, it's not a partisan seat, but I was, looking, well, it is a partisan seat. Well, not on paper. No. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's, it's not a partisan seat <laughs> right. on paper, but I was looking at, uh, um, and I wish that I had brought this because I actually, I actually saved it so that I could give it to KG so that we could put it up. You had um, what was on, I'm going to call it a docket. I don't know anything more to call it, but what you all were going to be discussing in that meeting that day. And you said, uh, one of your comments was, I'm looking at this. I can't believe this is what we're, it's going to be discussed. And there were some things that had to do with 
um, drag queens not being uh, not being uh, mm-hmm. allowed to what uh, was it? Re- children. Re- yeah, I think there was um, somebody was going to be offering some type of continuing education credit, and one of the options was um, drag queen stories. Drag queen stories. Yeah. Okay. And I think something else was something else, but but there were some things on there. There must have been about fifteen topics mm-hmm. listed on, uh, listed on there. There were some things on there that were very vi- viable and that they they should have been on there. Mm-hmm. But you you raised an eyebrow at some things that were on there that my goodness we wouldn't have seen on there mm-hmm. five years ago. Mm-hmm. And like, do we really need to be putting our time where we are going to be talking about very important things mm-hmm. that have to do? with how schools are going to go forward. Mm-hmm. Should we put be putting our good time on this? Well, here's the thing. People, and I, I'm going to include, include myself in this. People like their moment. And if yeah. you were backed by a certain group right. or someone's funding your campaign, or if you just have certain ideals, if you, you can see any opportunity as a moment to just have your shine, and sometimes that takes away from the work that we need to do for kids. And Stacey, the thing about it is when you all are in there and you meet the state board of um, the state board mm-hmm. of uh, education meets how often? We meet every two months or so. Every two months. So that means when you all get in there, your time is valuable. For sure. You you guys have got some really important things to talk about. You've got some really important decisions long, to make. How long do your meetings normally last? A week. Okay. Yeah. So we just finished session on February 2nd and our longest meeting lasts till about midnight. I mean, that's not commonplace, but we can go all day or they can be short, but we're in Austin for a week at a time. Yeah. Cause it was one video that came across the Facebook feed mm-hmm. of you having a very interesting conversation with the educational comm- commissioner. Mm-hmm. And um, I found it very, very interesting mm-hmm. Um, and I think you know what video I'm talking I do. about. <laughs> what you talking about? Okay, so Stacy is in session, I guess. Yeah, I can say. Mm-hmm. She's in session and she's having a conversation with the educational commissioner, who, for those of you that don't know what the educational commissioner is, he's pretty much over K through 12 education mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. state of Texas. I don't think colleges and universities, no, right? Just okay, K-12. but just yeah. K through 12, I thought so. And um, the exchange that Stacy, one thing I will say about this lady right here, she <laughs> does hold her own, guys. She oh, doesn't yeah. let anybody intimidate her, right. and I, I love that. Okay, I'll <laughs> But she was having a very interesting conversation with this, um, with the educational commissioner, mm-hmm. and brought some things to his attention whether he wanted to acknowledge or seem to have no knowledge of. Mm-hmm. Okay. So real quick, I just want to hit on that. So one sure. of the, the the conversation that she brought up was the teacher shortage that was going on in a particular district. Mm-hmm. Right. And she was very concerned that it was 600 plus, even though the numbers have significantly gone up since then. But she was concerned about the 600 plus teachers that were quitting this particular district Mm -hmm. in the Houston area. Mm -hmm. And um, of course, he answered, well, oh, I've sat on a school board in another city for all of these years, 600, that's nothing. And then she was like, but in January? (laughs) (laughs) but in january and then he he goes on to say that he doesn't have the data Mm -hmm. in front of him right as and i looked at it as an observer as being dismissive instead of him just addressing 
what it is. Sure. It was like, oh, it happens. Sure. La da da la. Sure. Well, let me let me let me say let me say this. As <laughs> any school system in this day and time, any school system needs to be very very curious about large numbers of teachers leaving simply because we don't necessarily have the numbers to replace them on hand. Mm -hmm. And when you have a teacher shortage now, teachers leave for reasons. All these people aren't retiring. Mm -hmm. Teachers leave for reasons. And when teachers leave and there aren't people in line to replace them, then that is, has got a very significant and surmountable, uh, surmountable trickle-down effect that is directly related to, to your child's education. Mm -hmm. And let me say this. 90.3, I believe 90.3 is the number. 90.3 of people in America as of the last, uh, uh, the last election cycle had been educated by a public school system. That is going to be the lowest that it's ever been. And let me tell you why that's the lowest that it's ever been. Because right now we have more private schools and other types of alternative education situations. Mm -hmm. So prior to that, it was even more looking closer to 98% or 97%. Mm -hmm. So most of the people who are making these decisions, who are dismissing teacher shortages, who are saying that teachers don't need to be certified or they don't need the education that uh, that, uh, that that teachers need to have in order to be successful in that classroom in the long term, that's a dangerous, dangerous button to push. Mm -hmm. Because public education, since Horace Mann, Hello. public education has been here and it needs to continue to be here because that is going to be the only education that some people are afforded mm -hmm. and my question one of my questions to you was mm -hmm. what was if you can recall because sure. i know that was some weeks back but if you can recall what was going through your mind as you was having this conversation good question <laughs> so oh this is a good question <laughs> it is and i don't want to sound cheesy but it is my desire to be a good statesman what? it is not my desire to just get cool points on Instagram. That's right. right. By being a good statesman, that means I have to work with Republicans, right. Democrats, Cross white the, people, black people, aisle. gay, That's straight, right. la, 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 la. That's right. And you got to concede sometimes. That's you right. have to step up sometimes. You ha It's that political dance that I'm learning how to do. Right. Part of that is I don't want to piss the commissioner of education off. Yeah. I don't want to piss him off. I'm not going to kiss his butt either. Right? right. So I have to be stern and speak on behalf of my constituents, but at the same time, have enough respect and grace and kindness so that he won't write me off. Exactly. So I'm thinking all of that in my head while I'm asking him a straightforward question and I was being gaslit. Right. I have a lot of respect for Mike Morath. I do not envy him. I do not want to be the commissioner of education because I know it's hard. However, don't gaslight me. Right. 21,000 people voted for me to ask you these questions and I expect answers, answers. and I don't expect right. to be gaslit. And that's what happened at the same time. I want to have this level of respect for him and kindness so that when it's my turn to ask questions, the people in Houston don't get answers because he's written me off personally. And, and that's what's going through my and, head. And, and here's the thing, and I want people to know this too. And Rebecca, we spoke about this last week because 
I'm I'm one of the teachers who's no longer with the district. Mm -hmm. my, my reasoning was something personal, but it doesn't matter. I'm no longer with the district at mm -hmm. this at this time. But I can say this. There have been what we asked, and I'm speaking especially to the teachers now, what we asked and to the regular citizens in, in, in communities who have children who will and have attended public schools. We have had good uh, stewardship in the form of governors and, and leadership across tech, uh, in Texas history that, uh, that stood for public education on both sides of the aisle. Right. We have, I agree. and that's the kind of thing that we need to look at. We need to look at people's records and if they are standing to make public education strong, or like Rebecca says, if they are doing everything at every turn to uh, to, uh, uh, to take out a hatchet and chop up, mm -hmm. you know, public education. I'm going to say it again, and I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to ask Stacey some more about her movie coming up. <laughs> but I'm going to say this again. If you can, if you can understand what we're saying if you can understand the language, if you can read it, if you can read those comments, somewhere along the line, 90 plus percent of you have got a public school teacher to thank. Sure. Okay. So keep that in mind. Look at how people are, are funding public education. And that is uh, because, like you said last week, Rebecca, where your money is, is where your heart is. Right. And if you're continually pulling money away from public school education, what that is doing is creating a deeper divide between people uh, in, in, in the state. Right. It, it is. Right. It, it, it is what it is. Okay. Now, Stacy got her law degree. Mm -hmm. Stacy is now um, laid off. You decided to take some 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 uh, some, some cases mm -hmm. on your own. Sure. And you at that point said, "I know my impact can be greater," and yes. something was still pulling at you from the inside. That's right. So when did you decide? You know what? I'm gonna give this a shot. Whew. So I say October of 2021. I started thinking about it. I was like, you know. I see other people do it. I've worked on political campaigns. I worked for the Obama administration. But yeah. when you want to put yourself in the forefront, it's completely different Absolutely. from any other volunteer opportunity yeah. that I've ever done anyway. And I said, okay, how is this going to impact my mama? How is this going to yeah. impact my family? family yeah. I was dating at the time. How is this going to impact him? How is this going to impact me financially mm -hmm. and yes. personally? Yes. And am I going to be able to get sleep? Right. You know, I started asking myself those questions during this time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Entire yeah. time. My own practice, too. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't getting a paycheck every two weeks. Yeah. I was still building my law practice. You hustling. While yeah, doing that's this. right. You're out there getting it yourself. I, don't yeah. need, I look back at like, how did I do that? Yeah. And I said, well, just like I thought about going to law school, the time is now. Yeah. Don't wait. Just yeah. try. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of went at it as a just try. But my version of just try might be different from everybody else. Because when I just try something, I try to yeah. go go hard. That's right. I try to put my best foot forward. That's right. And then when March came around, there were five of us. And when I made the runoff, yes. I actually thought, I might have a real shot at this. Yes. So, And I think other people saw that in me, too. So I started getting more donations, more help, more people right. block walking and making phone calls for me. Yes. And it was it was it was divine. Yeah. Okay. And Stacy, let me say this. And Stacy, now because of all that, you know, Stacy, your first your first 
course of action was just to step out there yes. on faith. That's it. You had never, you didn't have a parent. I didn't have money. A, yeah. I didn't come from this. Nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who was, uh, you know, with the, with the, with the board of education no. or, and, and you hadn't even come up within the Houston school system, no. but you, you stepped out on faith mm-hmm. and it paid off. Mm-hmm. And thank goodness because to see you being, and I'm going to call it like it is, as <laughs> unconventional as you are, mm-hmm. you remind me so much of a lot of the students that sit in my middle school class. Right. You know, I want these girls to see you and say, wait a minute, she looks like me. Mm-hmm. That means I could do that. Mm-hmm. I wanted to rap. I know how to rap. Yeah. I know how to, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I want to cheer. Mm-hmm. I want to be part of the dance team. Mm-hmm. She's just like the girls that we and it was so crazy because one of my girls today just asked me she said is it possible for me to be a doctor and do hair i was like do you know how many clients you would have as a doctor i mean that's actually like perfect like you can like help me look at the dermatologist you can help me from the inside out after you give me my medicine you just do my hair right And guys, she asked me that today. Our, our time is is, is kind of limited, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna circle back around to this. I looked at Stacy's Facebook page. She lurked, and no, I looked at Stacey, <laughs> but, but I've known I've I've known I've known Stacy for the last couple of years, mm-hmm. and I looked at you know, and sometimes her you know, so she comes up in my feed, mm-hmm. and I was looking at her Facebook page, and I was so proud when I saw this. Stacy, you tell us a little bit about this because this is the way that you put yourself out there sometimes. Sure. There was a competition that you had to write an essay mm-hmm. and ask for, this was a national competition, mm-hmm. and ask for funding mm-hmm. for projects that, mm-hmm. let me, correct me if I get this wrong, mm-hmm. um, for projects that you were doing in the community mm-hmm. by way of your law firm mm-hmm. and helping people who were underserved yeah. and they called you up to give you the status of it but it was really a trick call mm-hmm. they were calling <laughs> you up to tell you what that i had won the grant yeah sure. yeah so tell yeah, us about amos. that okay so famous amos as you all know he has the, the cookies cookie company. Yes. the recipe well famous amos um Willie Amos is his name. He went through challenges himself as an entrepreneur. Yes. So once he got back on his feet, he said, I'll always dedicate a little of my money to other entrepreneurs that need help as well. So they've created this competition to help black entrepreneurs kind of start their businesses. Okay. So I sent in this video, which was a pretty good video. Yeah. And from there, we, I made the finals and they said, Hey, what will you do with this money? If we give it to you. And I was frantic. I got some people to help me write the essay. We had to submit it and they contacted me. And they told me that this was the second round yes. interview. Yes. So I'm nervous. I put on my bit, my best yellow dress. Because <laughs> I, I, I represent yeah. Sunnyside Legal. So I had to look sunny, have my hair looking nice yeah. and all that. And what gave it away, because I'm, I'm into like spirituality and God yes. and the woo-woo. What gave it away is the man that led the call's name was Bernardo. And my late father's name is Bernardo. Wow. And like, I don't really meet a lot of black men named Bernardo. No, no. So when I saw that the guy that was leading the call had my dad's name, I'm like, oh, wow. Something, something's Something, about to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'm just so happy that you have my dad's name. And he was like, oh, maybe it might mean something. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I was able to win a lot of money at that time to help yes. keep my business afloat. Yes. Because you have to remember, uh, August of 22, I was fresh off that election. I was right. like flat broke. That, yes. I, and I'm going to be very candid because yeah. I love these people. 
there were two people on my staff yeah and around the time of my election i hadn't i didn't have that much money to pay them as much right. as i was paying them every week right. and they were still working they said look yes can you give us around the time that we're gonna get paid like can you give us a, a certain day and i yeah. said maybe on this day but i don't expect you guys to work for free that's right. i'll just have to do it myself and that's they're like right. no we believe in you yeah and they yeah. kept working. Yeah. Wow. So that's why I was so emotional on that call because yeah. law is okay. But what I love more than being an attorney is the opportunity to bless women and men with yes. like opportunities to work, opportunities to be attorneys or maybe like get their feet wet in it. I really take that to heart. I really like employing people. That's the best part of like yes. my job, giving people opportunities. So when they said we'll work for free. That meant a lot to me. And you better believe when I got that money, I gave it. I know them. that's real. Cause uh, baby, I gave them like you lump, had them employees that no, day. I know, but I, I, I gave them lump sums yes. and like one of them awesome. um is actually an attorney now. Yeah. Okay. She was a paralegal at the time. She was studying for the bar. So she's working now as a lawyer. Yes. And then the other one actually still works with me. Is okay. that the one that you went down to see her get her in her her uh uh in Austin? No, um, this I did post her though when she got her bar results. Okay, because yeah. this is one she was kind of, kind of a slender young lady with glasses, and you said that she was a uh, she was a mom. And yeah, that's was, her. Yeah, yes, yeah, that's her. Yes. Yeah, and you said her. this is you know this is one of the first people I hired. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. and she kind of followed in your footsteps. Mm -hmm. and, and now she, she's an attorney. She's doing her awesome. thing. That's awesome, Stacy. Before we go, we've got about three minutes. Okay, and I'm going to have you repeat in just a second. Um, the information for the uh, for the uh, the premiere, mm -hmm. but you say that one thing that that uh, that is going to be shown in the documentary is that on a, a couple of times you have struggled with some degrees of depression. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about that mm -hmm. because in our community, sometimes people don't want to talk about it and that's as real especially in this day and time with mm -hmm. the things that we are facing mm -hmm. that's as real as it gets oh yeah oh yeah so <clears throat> my therapist says it's like situational depression like yeah. i guess if like a money or yes. a relationship or some type of hard situation comes it kind of sets me down the path right but after that election i felt what i now know may be depression because right. When you run for political office, if you have opponents, sometimes it can be pleasant the whole way through. But a lot of times people will put out negative ads and do negative things right. just to get points on their end. Yes, and, right. and, and now I'm a, two years removed from that. I understand it wasn't personal. They didn't yeah. even know me. It wasn't That's personal. Right. That's right. But for black people to do that to me. Yeah. That I don't hurt. know. It is yeah. something to me. And, yeah. and once I got in the seat. <laughs> Um, I started speaking out about certain things. Right. And again, another organization with a lot bigger following and a lot right. more money did the same thing. They started attacking me. And I'm like, why? Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I, I'm still learning how to navigate that. Yeah. Being in political office, realizing that this might happen, but right. when it happens, what do you do? Yeah. Do you go to therapy? Do you go yeah. shop? Do you go party? Yeah. Do you just sit in the sadness? What do you do when people are like attacking you? And that's just like part of your job. Yeah. So I talk about that in the documentary. And Stacey, one more time, <laughs> one more time, Rebecca, let's give her one more drum roll. Next we, Thursday. Yes, yes. <laughs> go, go for it. Go for it. Next Thursday, 222, February 22nd, I am premiering my first documentary, I Don't Even Know Me Yet, at the Deluxe Theater. 3303 Lions Avenue. You can get your tickets on my page. Or you can just show up and we'll make sure we take your money there. <laughs> Next Thursday, 222, 7 o'clock.
and it's a fundraiser yes. for your for your it's re-election a fundraiser campaign. for my re-election campaign. And if people, if 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 schools are, are watching and they would like to get their state board of education um, member to come out and maybe so that their students can see her and see that that what you are doing can be a reality for them too. Absolutely. How would they do? How would they do that? So oh, you so can. I I have gone to school visits from DM requests. Um, my you can go to the Texas Education Agency website and go to my email. Um, you can hit me up on Crystal Loves Texas. You can go to Crystal Loves Texas and get information. Yeah. I'm not really picky about how you contact me. I like being contacted about school visits because I like to speak with kids. Awesome. She is a teacher at heart. A teacher <laughs> at heart. And with one last question sure. I have to ask you: If if people um, would like to, Stacy is the type of role model that when girls see her, they see themselves. Thank you. If they would like to 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 come out and bring their daughters, is it is there an age restriction? No, you can come out. No, there there may be some topics that are PG thirteen. Okay, but so if a parent is there accompanying the student, no problem. Fine. Yeah. It's okay. Fine. So bring your daughters out. Yeah. You can bring come. your sons out. Yeah. Okay. Please. If they even if, if it's not a girl, she may look like his sister, his aunt, his mom, <laughs> his cousin. Okay. But we want people in the community to know and see that uh the people that are representing them, the people that we've entrusted our our life into our education into they're just like they're just like the, the people that we know so this is not something strange or or or, or uh, far removed from what your own daughter mm-hmm. might become stacy child <laughs> state board Crystal of education District 4 yes Houston Texas Amen. we want to thank you so much thank you. for coming out and I had to get Stacy on here. I had to get her on it's here. Pleasure. Yes. You know I love coming to talk to you. Yes, Kristen. yes, yes. And Stacy's Stacy is is good people and she surrounds herself with good people. But if you want to make sure that you see history in the making, your daughter, if if, if she's sitting in the kitchen right now telling you, I want to be a hairdresser and I want to be a professional cheerleader and I want to be a lawyer and I want to be a doctor and I want to be on a state board of education. Do it all. She can do it. She can do it and she can do it well. But we want to thank you so much for being here. Real quick before we get Mm -hmm. off, what is the attire for the movie for me? You can wear whatever you want. Come as you are. No, say it like you said it on the invitation. Come as you are, but if you want to stunt, please do. (laughs) There we go. Stacey Childs, we want to thank you so much for being here. And we will be there. We will. And Rebecca, as we say every week, we we can can do do it. it. Thanks so Bye, much. Guys. Thanks so much, Miss Stacy, for Thank being you. here. And we are out. We Woo. are out. Guys, comment, comment, comment. Make sure you give us those comments, and we'll see you next week.